You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rutkin from Newstalk ZB. Joining us from her travels, Megan Singleton, blogger at large.com. Good morning. Good morning, Francesca. I believe you're surrounded in luggage. Coming to near the end of your trip, is that right? And it's it's time to, to do the final pack? Oh, I hate the final pack. That's exactly where I am. I'm I'm now sitting back in the cruise cabin. We've had dinner. Everyone's gone their separate ways, and I'm back here trying to pack into packing cells. And, um, oh, it's such a horrible feeling, the end of a trip, isn't it, don't you think? But, no, I've kind of got my face um, pointed towards home. So I'm looking forward to being home next weekend. Now, look, tell me, we know that the crowds have been massive in Europe. Everybody is back to travelling and loving every minute of it. You've been in Istanbul for the last few days. What has it been like there? Is it really busy there as well? Yes, it was really busy there. So we, our ship arrived in Istanbul about sort of midday. So we were met uh, by a local guide and um, 24 of us got on the local tram. I'm trying to, you know, play it up for my lovely guests. Look at us traveling like locals. I tell you what, we had to let one tram go by just because we couldn't fit on. Um, absolutely packed to the gunnels but if you'd taken a bus or anything you wouldn't have moved through the traffic so it's the only way we had to we had to get there across the where the the cruise ships dock on the other side of the Bosphorus Strait Uh, you cross the Galata Bridge then you just it's five stops into Sultanahmet from there it's all pedestrianized you don't want a vehicle you couldn't take a vehicle anyway uh, and and it was fabulous. We did twenty thousand steps. I think if I'd have told them at the beginning of the day they were going to be doing twenty thousand steps, I would have had a mutiny. But um, at the end of the day, everyone's had a fabulous time. Where did you head to? So we started off. We went across to well, we went across to see what the lines were like for the queues to um, Hagia Sophia and or the Blue Mosque. Both had really long lines. So we headed directly for the Topkapi Palace, which was where the Sultan lived during the Ottoman Empire for 400 years. Now it's a museum. Um, You can go through. We went through the kitchens. We went through some amazing, um, you know, serving wear and jewellery and gemstones and stuff. There's a really important section for Muslims that they, you know, really must go and see. We'd already done about an hour, so we were a little bit over it by then. We were like, nah, we've had enough. Um, so we went to go and, and check out the mosque. Interestingly, people, and last time I was here, Aya Sophia was um, a museum. It has been in its history a Christian church, a Muslim um, temple, a museum. It's now a Muslim temple again. And the lines are about an hour long just to go in. They weren't when it was a museum. That was the irony. So uh, last time I came, we just whipped in, no one cared. Um so we didn't line up for that one. So we thought, right, we'll go over to the Blue Mosque because the interior is so beautiful. And again, the lines were wrapped right around the building. Um, so we were able to peek through some windows and some of my guests were a little bit disappointed because they really wanted to see inside. Um, but, you know, an hour, are you going to stand for an hour? And then at that point we had to decide 
do we look at the Grand Bazaar or not? And I have to say, we got to the Grand Bazaar at about 6pm. Ideal, not crowded at all. It closes at around 7. So a really good time to visit is definitely later in the day. Um, and that was great fun. And actually, I just went and found a tea shop with my husband. And we sat down and had Turkish Delight and a cup of tea. And everyone else did a little bit of shopping. And then um, we went to dinner back down on the water, looking over the Bosphorus by the new mosque which is 350 years old, but they still call it the new mosque, and um, had some lovely local food. And then we just walked home on a very pleasant evening over Galata Bridge um, where people are dangling fishing lines. Like underneath that bridge is another whole layer of restaurants and shops. The fishing lines go over beyond that and down into the strait. So it was just a really, really lovely day October, I think, is a fantastic time to be here. But as you say, still really busy all across Europe. And it's still really warm, actually. So that's interesting. Always worth a visit. But if there's certain things you want to do, maybe you have to have a little bit more time there so you can either get in that queue really early in the morning. You've just got to prepare yes. yourself to, you know, spend a bit of time waiting. Yeah, definitely. And also they shut during prayer times, and that's five times a day. So you be in the line and then you've got to wait. But anyway, you can work all that out when you get here. <laughs> patience. Travelling is all about patience, Megan. You know that. <laughs> Look, lovely to catch up with you. Good luck with that, Pat, because I know you like to shop, so that could be a challenge. Uh, and we, we look forward to talking to you. Will you be back in New Zealand next weekend? I will be. I'm back on Saturday. Lovely. We <laughs> shall talk then. Travel safe. Thank you so much, Megan. And Justine Justine Ross and Jeff Ross have written a book about their experience of running a high country farm. It's called Meet You at the Main Divide. Joan has more on that next. You're with News Talk ZB. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.